Hello and welcome to the Villa Park podcast. It is me, Rich, and Kev is somewhere. Oh, there he is. Look at there he is. is. Look at that smiley face. Um, look, we had to get on tonight. I've got uh, I've got my family visiting all the way from sunny sunny Stourbridge, but uh, yeah, had to get on. I mean, what a what a day it is for me. Obviously, I put a tweet out that it's pretty much the biggest game of the season for me. You know, obviously the the Newcastle Villa game and then the the return fixture and um, to get a win like that today. I kept quiet on all my WhatsApp groups with all my Geordie mates for the full game, but boy, did I give it to them afterwards. And all of the Newcastle podcasts, you know, Kev, you did a sterling job on the Loaded Mag podcast the other day, keeping you cool. Thanks, um, but yeah, how, how good it feels to be sticking one over them. Oh, just, do you know what's funny about it right now? You know, I was thinking this, we talk about Emery's master plan, and obviously, you know, there's all these like different memes going around of like master plan is master plan that. You know what I think the biggest master plan of the whole lot is? Not the whole, you know, taking us from the relegation zone level on points with to the verge of, dare I say, you know. <laughs> we'll come to that. We'll come to that. Right. <laughs> the master plan for me is he's convincing a whole, um, like the whole like, Villa fan base that we're doing really well, but it's. Time's a bit unconvincing, and therefore almost all of us were nervous going into this game because we'd not seen that confident, that we'd not seen that 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 kind of performance where we just from start to finish bossed the game against a team of this caliber. Even when we beat Man United, you know, I know it's pretty convincing, but they had bits in the game, and you know, back to the war against. We scored at the right times against Man United, didn't we? So the biggest master plan is convincing, I think, the entire Villa fan base that this is going to be a tricky one today. And then probably being our best performance in, I mean, as long as I can remember in the Premier League, I can't. What's the last performance that was as convincing as this against a team of this quality? I don't know. Mate, it, it, it also, obviously, obviously, you know, I know I've given, you know, my, my Jews on Newcastle there and we'll come more onto Newcastle a bit later. But, you know, let's face it, they've won five games in a row. They'd absolutely battered Man United. I know, you know, 2-0, which is much more convincing than that. They didn't have a great performance against Brentford, but beat Brentford. You know, they had Isak, who was, you know, arguably as good a form as as, as Watkins. You know, they've had players coming back, back to fitness like Almiron. You know, you looked at their bench and you thought, ah, this is, this is going to be tough because if it's tight, you know, they bring on Wilson and Almiron. Um, that that's that's a hundred million pound worth of quality right there, you know, and you know you just you just to put to win as convincingly as we did, and I mean when I was putting together the the stills for this show, I I, I could have done I could have put every player I could have featured every single player that put, that played today, and that shows you how what a performance it was, and even if we're like. It's one of those performances that if we're 60, 70 percent that performance next week, we still win because it was that yeah. good. Like every player yeah. was that good. Um, yeah, just incredible, mate. I'll, I'll, like I said, we'll go through the game. I'll t- get your thoughts on the atmosphere. Obviously, you were at the game today. Your daughter's birthday as well. I mean, what a birthday present that is. But we've already got I think we already had comments before the show. I think we've got another 30 or 40 comments. So I have to I have to go for um have to go through the comments so uh, and yeah don't forget guys hit the hit the like button hit that subscribe button we've already got big numbers watching already so fantastic thank you for tuning in i mean how great is it to talk about a win so help us spread the word of the channel hit that like button subscribe if you're new to the channel as well 
and uh, if you want to put any super chats in and get you you know get to the top of the um top of the chat because there's so many comments coming in you know we str we struggle sometimes to keep to keep uh keep tabs but lee is in the house says order the marble calling the best sculptors in the land um the gareth graph after this one is going to be pure filth well look gareth has already been messaging me about the talking tactics show tonight already so i, I you know i think he's already working on the slides now mate he's so he's so keen to sort it out AVFC US, oh my days, what a performance, top to bottom, beginning to end. They were prepared and up for it. Spurs bottling it too. And I think you were alluding to that, Kev, that we, you know, we've talked about we've talked about being in um, you know, seventh position, you know, coming out of eleventh position into seventh position, now in sixth position. Whisper it, mate. We're three points off fifth. Stop it. Stop it. I can't. <laughs> Do you know what as well? Do you know what I thought about? I thought about that that guy on the um on the battleground Europe, the Europe. Every yeah. time now, I just think about them. I just think about yeah. that point. Villa have got no chance of qualifying for Europe. We we need a bit of motivation, don't we? Um, on that podcast, and now we're three points behind Tottenham. We all need a bit of motivation, you know, and it's it's the funniest things that that drive us. I remember when you know I am. Um, for those who don't know, I work in recruitment, right? And um, like like your good self, and um, I remember a, a guy I worked with years ago saying to me. You'll never place a candidate with that company. And it was like, he could have offered me £50 million as an incentive. But beating his opinion on what I would or wouldn't do was all the incentive that I needed. And I think Villa, not just the fan base, I think I think the team, the squad, the the, the whole collective, I, I, I see what's not been said about him in the press until the last couple of weeks. I've seen, you know, the whole... Oh, you know, when Villa are playing a team level and points to them, or Villa are just keeping up a relegation zone while the same team on the same level of points are not that far from Champions League. We're seeing this unfashionable, but albeit unfair, uh, sort of tag we're getting. And I think it's really motivating and fueling the players. And yeah. you can see from the um, the interview that that Watkins and um, that Ramsey did at the end of the game, almost like a little little bit of a nervous sort of admit admittance that you know yeah he, he he looked at he looked at Ollie's as if to say you yes. could answer this because I don't know quite know what to say yeah. but because he's like us they're thinking we don't yeah. want to say it like your background Europe thing you don't want to start saying you don't want to put your put your proverbial on the table and say well, I'm telling you this now um we're going to finish in these positions because Villa for time in memoriam will let you down in these situations yeah. it's like I have to keep going bang it's Unai Emery now mate so have a yeah. word with yourself but because we think if we say, nah, man, we're in there. We'll f I'm still, I'm still thinking, oh God, I wonder if we're going to finish eighth. Imagine the magic eighth. I mean, I, I mean, and then I think, no, 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 come on. We've, we've, we've taken 22 points out of 24. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I mean, I put a tweet out today that West Ham's draw against us at their stadium. This is a European trophy semi-finalist team last year. The draw that they got against us is looking like one of the results of the season at the moment. Yeah, because that's the only yeah. team that we haven't beaten in the last eight games. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, I, I I know I put that 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 tweet out a few months back, you know, after we'd lost those three games in a row and sort of mentioned about the run was similar and the players needed to step up. And, you know, Uno's got a lot of work to do with the current playing squad, but and then someone someone's obviously retweeted that today, which was which was helpful. But look, I'm more than happy to to say, you know, they've they've proven it completely. They've, I didn't I didn't say that that was a statement, but I'm I'm pleased to say that you know the players have developed so much under Unai Emery, and like I said on the last pod, you know, the 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 what Sam said, you know, those players were good, were better than the than the the kind of they were performing on the pitch, and 
I mean, today, from, from I mean, Molly boys put it there, lads, 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 what to say about today's performance. They all deserve a 10 rating. Right across the pitch, the passing quality, the tr- closing down, the confidence, the long passes, the short passes, the, 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 the ruthlessness of our striking, everything was just, every single part of the game, every single component of the game was, was pretty much perfect. And, uh, you know, that comes down to the coaching. And there was a couple of like images of, of, um, of Unai where they were got close to him and he was so intense. He was telling people to get into position. He was telling people to press and, you know, really keeping that tempo high. And like, you can just see the confidence flooding through the players at the moment. And it's, it's just amazing to see. It, it really does remind me of that, that period when Gregory came in and we went on that crazy run to finish seventh. And then the season after, obviously, you know, we're, we're, we're pushing the top of the table. It really does remind me of that time, you know, the, just yeah. that relentlessness that we were that that momentum gives you. Yeah, it, it's just I mean it, it it's just intensity, isn't it? And and that's what gets teams. And, and you can see some of the best teams that have been successful in recent years. That Leicester team that won the league were full of intensity. You know, from from Kante to even Drinkwater was at the absolute yeah, his absolute peak. You know, Okazaki, Vardy, Mares, they were just on it, and they were at, yeah, they were taking teams that you wouldn't have expected to lose to. Them. To, to lose to him. That, that Liverpool team at the best under Klopp was just intensity.com. It was crazy. Yeah. You know, Man City, you know, Man City have done another one today. They, they win the first half and they just chill out a little bit, make a few subs. Did it against us? Yeah. What they did against Leicester today. A bit like the Arsenal team of old, you know, with Henri yeah. and that. Yeah. <clears throat> and we could be like that, though. That's the thing. You yeah, know, we've like. Struggled. We've struggled for so long, haven't we, to put two halves together? We've said it so many times. Yeah. You know, we've gone out not that long ago that we, we don't play well for two halves. Oh my god! Yeah. I was thinking the same thing today. Oh, I was thinking, are oh, they going to get back into this? And oh, it's, I'm a bit worried and nervy. It was only when we got to about, I think, I think injury time came, and I, I turned to my lad and I was like, "Are we going to win this one?" So, yeah, yeah, three, yeah. Up three minutes to go. Yeah, Gary says, "Hope you hope you rub that win in those Geordies fans' faces, Rich." Oh yes, oh yes, Rich. Please tell me you're going on the Newcastle podcast. Um, I'm going to go on a few. I don't know if I'll get invited, but I might force myself onto some of them. They said Mings is shit. Yeah, I saw that. Old Pete, old Pete on one of his podcasts. Um, Confidence. Um, Did did he did he ask did he answer my question on that podcast when I said what do you really think of Villa? No, 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 no. Oh, did he not? It was it was a very very um, friendly podcast actually. Yeah, I know. A lot, a lot of mutual respect. Look, look, the banter's all good, isn't it? They've, they've oh, done yeah. Yeah, yeah, unbelievable yeah, yeah. this season, Newcastle. They are, yeah. they really, I think, are sort of setting the um, setting the pathway for us to think. Hang on a minute, you can have a go at it, and it's we great. Just, we just caught them. We just look. We just had one of those performances. They had one of those performances as well, where you could. I mean, we'll get into the game. Actually, we'll get into the game. Let me just finish on a couple of comments. Um, <clears throat> like Newcastle, but the fans are so cocky and just expected to turn up and win. I think that's the that's the uh, or that's the thing. I went looking for the Geordies down south to see that what they had to say. Nowhere, nothing hiding. Mm-hmm. Martin said he told us Villa would win. Uh, Adamski agrees with you. Um, Emery just gave the fan base confidence. Hardest job for a Villa manager. Um, Gary's mentioning the Liverpool seven-two, of course. Yeah, just just, uh, just, just on that point. I, I, what I meant to say was Gary's absolutely right. What a performance that was! But with fans to be in the ground, I mean, yeah, 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 I yeah. You remember being there for a performance where, you, from start to finish, against a team in the top four, you're like, we've just absolutely bossed that game. Yeah, believe we're on it. Emery Ball, um, Martin's wishing a happy birthday to your daughter. 
Um, Michael says there's a link to a tune in my post. Um, Moreno, Mings, Watkins and McGinn. Yeah, we're going to cover performances. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, Gary makes a great point there. Every, every time we win against a good team, it's the other team that's yep. poor. Well, that, yep. my friends, was the best I've seen from Villa in a long time. Yep. Um, Barry says Emery hit how with his own tactics. Um, Steve joining us said the whole team is brilliant today. Unai outclassed Eddie tactically. Keep it going, boys. Up the villa. Absolutely. Uh, almost every player got knocked, but got up, shrugged it off and kept fighting. The Rams one scared me for the lab, but he kept going. Tough lad. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Rachel's in the house, says evening all. Duncan will sign another CDM in the summer so McGinn can fully concentrate on playing forward next season. I mean, the, yeah, the um, you know, the signings, you know, we'll do another show on that, but the signings just makes it so exciting, especially when you see the quality of Moreno. Um, yeah, Spurs, uh, Gary says Spurs aren't getting top six, but Brighton will get Amiri a contract extension ASAP. Uh, Nigel says might be must be great to be a villain in Geordie Lamb right now. Absolutely. I can't wait for my son to go to school on Monday, man. I just can't wait. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, let, let's let's go into the game. Um, so many comments coming in, guys. I will try and read as many as I can. This was the only game I was afraid of uh, in, in a little way. We are going to keep hold and hold on to that spot. Unai will demand it from t I totally agree. I'm not really bothered about Liverpool, really, Man United, really, compared to this Newcastle team after what they did to us at St. James's and the form they were in. I thought this was going to be the real test for us. So, too, and I absolutely agree. Um, yeah, and we came through with flying colours, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So, I mean, I guess starting right from the off, mate, I mean, we, I think it was 40 seconds or something that, yeah, that, that, that 30, ra- seconds. 30 seconds maybe, Ramsey picks up the ball on the left hand side. Plays the ball in between Botman and um, and Shah and 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 Watkins is is through, holds off the defender really well, t- uh, knocks it past the keeper and you think just go in, just go in and then hits hits the post, but that was clearly a sign of things to come. Yeah, it was a little bit uh, reminiscent of the um, of the Leicester goal, wasn't it? Where he kind of used his strength to hold off the defender, you know, and another unit of a defender as well who was trying to get get at him. Um, and got the shot away. And I think actually think it was almost a, a better finish than the Leicester one in some way. So I think he really scuffed the Leicester one. But um, I thought he played it quite nicely, but just not quite enough inside the post. But that start from Villa, again, often at the North Stand end, which we seem to, we've, we've done a lot of fast starts when we get turned around. Or is it us choosing to, to shoot towards the whole end first half for those fast starts? Yeah, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure. I know we were doing that, but I don't, I'm not sure if we're doing it right now. Yeah. But either way, you know, it doesn't really matter anymore. <laughs> doesn't. Straight at it. And yeah, I just thought, hang on a minute, like we've got past their defence. So was it Ramsey played the ball in? Ramsey, Ramsey played the ball, yeah, through. Um, and to be honest, he had um, he had Trippier all game, didn't he? Like Trippier was petrified of him every time he went yeah. out that side because him and Moreno were kind of clubbing together. And... Um, yeah, yeah, absolutely had him on toast, to be fair. Yeah, it was it was well, it was a great ball, defence splitting ball. He was in, he held off, and it, they must have been thinking, hang on a minute. But we were just at it from the off. Absolute like, you know, it, uh, there was one with another there was one, I don't know when it was when Mike McGinn like right, like literally the ball was out and he just absolutely smashed into Burn. Dan Burn, yeah, he went through his legs. <laughs> just to make honestly, do you know what it reminded me of? You know, is it is it um it's David and Goliath, isn't it? You know, or the Lily put on the Giants. Yeah, yeah. You've got these yeah, little yeah. people like punching up at like the Giants' ankles, right? 
And, and but the giant after a bit's a bit like, what are you doing? Get off me. That was Dan Byrne today. I, Dan uh, Byrne's toughest game of the season is against little old John McGinn compared to him. Yeah, it was just, it was just relentless from, from the absolute off. And that sets the tone for the other teams. And hang on a minute, we might not get our sixth win in a row as, as easy as we thought we might. And we need to forget about that win. It was a different time. You know, it was the basically the pre Unai Emery era just about to start. And they battered us, didn't they? Four and it could have oh, been way more. Yeah. It was the exact opposite. I think, I think there was a, probably a little bit of that game in the players as well. Like they wanted to put that right, you know. Yeah. There's probably a little bit of that motivation. But Lee Evans comes with a great comment here because it didn't end there, mate. We just kept at it, kept at it, kept at it. And then a great move. And uh, he mentions Watkins floated like a basketball player and put that header on the money for, for young JJ. Uh, and yeah, I mean, it didn't just, it didn't just, that wasn't just the part of it, was it? It was, a, I think Mings was involved in the move. Louise was involved. Buendia was involved in it. I think Dendonka was involved in it. And then ball floated in from, um, ball floated in from McGinn. Like it, like Lee says there, Mings, uh, Watkins with Air Jordans on, I think, heads it back perfectly for, for Ramsey. He's just running onto it. I think Dendonk is celebrating before, it even, before he's really? even hit it. And, did he uh, did he yeah. get a bit of penalty? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think there was enough in it. I know I know Trippier did kind of have his hands in his back, but I don't think there was enough on it to be a penalty. But it was just brilliant. Um, just absolutely brilliant um, awareness from Watkins. And to get his body into that position was just uh, was just amazing. So, yeah, yeah and obviously Ramsey, uh, you know, wheels away in celebration. Absolutely fantastic moment for him. And, uh, yeah, fourth Premier League goal this season. And... I mean, that first half, it was absolutely electric. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. I mean, it was a great, it was reminiscent of, again, some of the finishes he was doing last season and somebody's done for England in the 21s. Just the confidence, the crispness of the strike, it was, it was great. And in many ways, his second chance he was, was way easier and he probably hit it too well. If he'd have scuffed it a bit, he probably would have gone in the one that obviously hit the bar. Um, and, I mean, literally... We, we, we think, you know, that first chance, Watkins, oh, my God, are we going to get another chance as good as that? In absolutely no time, bang, 1-0. And you're absolutely right. Like, all the team seems to be involved in it. And and Watkins' is header, I mean, from the angle I was sat, I didn't see, until it literally fell to Ramsey, I didn't see that it had been flayed after him. I thought Watkins had been fouled and he tried to head it back in. But when you, when you obviously you see, I did see the highlights on that on the screen, and I was like, no, he's actually, like, literally found him. It was just, yeah. it was just brilliant. And, uh, and what a finish. Just a great finish. I mean, it must have been amazing being in in the ground because the li the limbs in the whole tend. I mean, you know, home games not you know obviously unless it's a late goal or game like today, you know, you kind of you know it's not like an away limbs, but some of the some of the kind of you know the crowd bouncing was just fantastic, mate. The celebrations. Yeah, it was really good. It was really 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 good. <laughs> yeah, the atmosphere throughout was fantastic. And then I guess were you like me watching it and I'm imagining from the comments as well you know Richard place was bouncing from minute minute one to 90 but um I guess you know like you said like you kind of hinted at Ramsey Ramsey hits the bar Watkins has a couple of shots saved um I think we have one or two other efforts we have a couple of corners um Moreno's putting balls in the box um you're thinking it's only one nil and it should be three or four nil like this could come back to bite us. Yeah, exactly. Exactly what I was thinking. Going in, going in second half, saying to a few people like, you know, oh, we're going to regret that. We're going to regret those mischances. 
You know, and for, for all of the great work Ollie did today, I really can't believe I'm going to say this now, but like a few of his shots were probably a bit too central. You know, and he, you know, and that's and, and even the one he scored to for the last one, keeper probably should have done better with it. I took a little nick, didn't it? But, yeah. um, but the point is this: he's we're getting in positions, and he's he, one thing I say about Watkins, which is most pleasing, is he's making so many chances for himself. And if you think about a lot of the goals he scored, like you know, the Man City goal, he had, he had a bit of work to do there to move it away from the defender. It wasn't like he was clean through. The Arsenal goal on his weaker foot, you know, great finish. Mm. Um, and he's getting in positions now where he's like. I say it to my lad all the time, like cut across the defender and gets himself yeah. out of a bit of space, gets a shot away. And yeah, I mean, it could have been three or four nil at half time, which is yeah, just... I, honestly, just relentless. But I know what you're saying about Watkins, but they just, they just couldn't get near him today. You know, like I know there's a lot of talk about, you know, Isak and Wilson and Watkins, like, which out of the three was going to be, you know, the, the, the most on form. There's just no contest today. I know Isak had a couple of efforts. There's no contest. Like they, they were literally scared to, to tackle him. And his his hold up play was brilliant. His one touch play was brilliant. He's he's winning the ball in the air. Everything was just fantastic today from him. He was the absolute complete striker today. I mean, I can't believe I've, I've sort of questioned, you know, if he's got two goals and an assist, you know, but um, but what I mean is obviously, you know, just the amount of chances he was getting, I think he to get to that even next level is, and we, we, we've said many times about him not scoring twice in a game. Well, he did today. We'll come on to that third goal shortly. But is, you know, at times, you know, if he's not adding much else to his game, you get frustrated about those chances that he misses. But today, he was absolutely brilliant. I, he, yeah. I think it was hands down. You know, Isak was, what, 60-odd million? Wilson's, you know, got a good record, been a, you know, a, a, dec a decent calibre striker now. He'd been in the England squad, I think, more recently than Watkins has. And Watkins was the best player, best forward player on the pitch by, by a long way. He was just brilliant. You've said hold-up play, link play, winning balls in the air. The defenders had an absolute nightmare against him. And this is... You're talking like, you know, Shah's become a very accomplished centre-half in the Premier League um, after being there, you know, through some of their tougher times and like, you know, Bruce and the like. Um, and Botman came in for big cash and a big reputation. And they've both been really, really excellent this season. But today, at least I reckon that's the hardest opponent they've had all oh, season. absolutely. Mate, I, and I was like, look, don't get me wrong. I, I like, you know, I, I do like their centre-back partnership. But, you know... It's a long season and Botman's, what, 21, 22? And I know he made a couple of mistakes. He made a mistake against Forrest. He made a couple of mistakes last week against Brentford. You know, Watkins has tore him a new one today. It, it could be that it's just getting a little bit on top of him. You know, a number of games that he's played, young player. I mean, I don't, I'm not, I'm not bothered, but it was just a case of like, you know, obviously all the hype. Again, we'll, we'll come on to individual performances later, but the hype around Botman you know, from Newcastle fans, maybe deservedly so, was, you know, was just like, you just have to turn up and stroll around. But he absolutely got shown, sh shown where to go today, like by, uh, by Ali Watkins. And it wasn't just that as well. It was the players that we got around him. Uh, you know, it was the pockets that, the pockets that Buendia and Ramsey got into, McGinn running with the ball, just, just everything just we were just like I was worried about the physicality of a Joe Linton and then the creativity of of Bruno but I just needn't have worried today because we were swarmed all over them and yeah. maybe that Dendonka bringing him in maybe that made an impact as well just giving us that extra bit of physicality because you know he had a good solid game as well well if, if we had managed to do a um a, a pre-match I mean apologies to those that 
for those that are expecting it, but like, you know, work and everything, we didn't get a chance to do it. Um, but, um, but one of the things I probably would have suggested is I think he, he probably would match up to their midfield because obviously they yeah. play three, three in the middle, don't they? And I think, you know, with, with the kind of energy and industry they've had all season, I think that it, I felt that Watkins, sorry, sorry, that Emery would probably try and um, try, try and do that. So, yeah, Den Dunker coming in was a bit of a surprise because it's the first time I think he's, I think his first time he started under Emery that I can remember. And he's been a little bit left wanting at times this season. I thought he was great today. Did yeah. his job, did his job absolutely perfectly. Obviously adds a bit of size there, but used the ball well, you know, kept it simple. Um, I thought it was a it was a real steady presence in that midfield. Yeah, yeah, he was, he was. Um, few more comments coming in. Rich says extension of contracts needed for OW11, making him the highest paid at VP. Well, there's talk of 100k, 100k. Willie Moyes, hi guys, great show. What I can't wait for is when Emery gets his players in the summer, then we will see Villa go up another gear. Look, absolutely, it's just brilliant. Um, uh, get Rich, yeah, please before Arsenal come calling, yeah. Um, Newcastle have been overachieving all season. Half their squad are bang average at best. I mean, I know you've co- you've commented on that quite a few times, Kev. About you know them, them you know, there's been talk of Villa overperforming, <laughs> which has been causing a lot of debate, which Gareth will go into about XG. But you know, is there a case that the fact that Newcastle have been overperforming with you know with the likes of you know a long staff and you know Almiron's had a great season, like great first half of the season. Obviously, Jacob Murphy, you know, one or two other players that you know Dan Byrne, for example, that you know maybe is slightly catching up with them. You know, I hope that the hope that they continue. But you know, I'd maybe say average is is probably a little bit harsh. But yeah, you know, we've 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 got players that are as good as them. Yeah, I think it's it's a point absolutely I've made before, but I, th- I think I absolutely agree, mate, with with, with what you're saying. Um, it's it's it, it's really easy to to forget that a season is a long it's a long time. We're talking 38 games, and you alluded to that um, John Gregory uh, era at Villa, where I think across the calendar year, I think we would have won the league. Yeah, if if the league had been January to December, it just so happens that he came in obviously on the back of um I think it was little, wasn't it? They got sacked after a bit of a bad run yeah. at the end of the season before, took over, I think, at the end of 99 or whatever it was, and then had an amazing, you know, amazing end to that season, a great start to the next season. Well, Villa had a terrible start to this season, you know, probably right off the first quarter of the season. But to keep going for 38 games is really, really hard. I mean, look at other teams. Brentford have tailed off a little bit, more massively now. Fulham, great win today, albeit Fulham fans, if anyone's watching, it's only Everton away, so, you know, I wouldn't get too chuffed, but by all accounts, they were decent, but they've obviously lost three or four in a row. We had our little spell, obviously, with Emery, but we're really picking up ahead of steam now. And, yeah, it's not just the age of some of them, you know, like, like Botman you mentioned, but these are players that, like we've had with our team, like we've had with the likes of a Louise, a Watkins, a Mings, a Cash, all these players that were seen as being a bit inconsistent. They've got a lot of the same players that were struggling under Steve Bruce, yeah. who, were not, who were not world beaters. You know, Willocks, another one you didn't mention, you know, who, who you wouldn't think would be Champions League, third in the Premier League after 30 odd games, level players. And maybe they've got a little bit of inconsistency in there. So it, it just goes to show what a tremendous job Eddie Howe has done. Because to get that lot of players, we give the same credit to Unai Emery, but they're ahead of us in the league. And um, yeah, finally, like they've had Howe since the start of the season. We've only had Emery since, you know, since November. But to get that, that type of player and to coach them into a, into a certain style to get that level of performance out of them is brilliant. But Villa today took the opportunity to, to target some of the weaknesses. 
Mm. And maybe it is, it, it is the fatigue or some, maybe the inconsistency that Botman's showing. You know, maybe it's going out that midfield with the same intensity that their midfield goes at other people. It, you know, I, I've got no doubt about it. Like, the the, 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 the analysis that Emery would have done to, to, to assess that those balls were going to be on over the... That diagonal ball seemed to be always on. Yeah. But he feels away, he's in. It's like... And, and it was time and time again it was happening. Yeah, well, I mean, they tried to do a few with us, like, tried to get us down our... Uh, our left hand side behind Moreno, but it, it, it didn't work. Like there was a couple of times where it threatened to, but it, it generally didn't work. Um, but let's get into the second half. You know, I think I think we can safely say it was pretty much the Ollie Watkins show. Um, you know, a, a goal disallowed it was just just offside, and you're thinking it's not going to be his day. Um, can I can, can I just ask on that, Rich? Rich? Was he offside? Yeah. yeah, yeah, he was offside. His uh, his, knee, his, his knee was offside. His, his knee was. I thought it was supposed to be for the benefit of the attacker. Because no, I was no, he was, he, he was. He was. He was. There was. There was. There was a bit of daylight, mate. He was oh. offside. He was right. offside. Still looked yeah, harsh. Yeah. Yeah. No, he, he was offside. I, I said it right for a minute. I think he kind of knew as well, like because he was quite. Yeah. He was quite subdued with his with his, uh, with his celebration, but obviously then, you know. We're thinking, oh, is it going to be one of those days? And I think, I don't know if that was before or after he brought Wilson and Almiron on. They had a couple of, uh, you know, threatening balls across the box. I think Isak had a shot that that uh, uh, that um, Martinez tipped over. But then, yeah, another great move. Um, catch, him on, catch him on the break. McGinn, um, like Moreno's bombing down that left-hand side. McGinn doesn't play him in first time. He holds his run. Ball across the box, great touch from Watkins, and then shot on the swivel, and uh, yeah, two nil, absolute phenomenal, great, another great goal. It was a great goal. I mean, Moreno was absolutely electric today. Uh, brilliant! What what a performance from him. You know, he was like talk about giving him a new winger. <laughs> I think we found him. He's is is a left back. He's getting player. better every game. My dad said that he seems to be getting better and better every single yeah. game. He's, he's, he's way quicker than I even thought he was, it, because he's got because he's obviously quite small. When he when he sort of drops his shoulder and goes past someone, it's hard for him to stop him. The amount of times we think, oh, the ball's out, and then he's like, oh, he's got there, he got there. He's um he's kept it in, puts it across the box. Watkins, that is a difficult finish to control it, to spin, to turn. Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Oh, brilliant goal. Brilliant goal. Guys, I've even forgot to say, like, we've got nearly 80 watching. I'm not sure how many likes we've got, but if you can hit that like button, I want to aim for more than 100 likes today. We're on the road to 1,300 subscribers. I think we need probably about 40 more. So please do hit that subscribe button. Um, and, yeah, if you want to donate to the channel, hit that dollar sign. Give us, like, drop in a super chat, any comments, or just donate to the channel. It'd be amazing. And we do really, really, really appreciate anything that you, anything that you can give. But, yeah, more comments coming in. Um, Gary says, our second string is contributing now, which was never the case under previous managers. Rich Edwards says, Dendon could give a bit of grit in midfield. Rub, uh, Rub P is in the house. One of the big factors is confidence. Our players' morale had uh, before Emery got in and said, during the transfer window, I have good players here. I trust them. I put my faith in them. Uh, Rachel said, Emery's got the squad being believed in and appreciated, so will perform for us. Yeah, both of you 100% agree. Duncan said the John Gregory days were one of those golden eras. They're coming back now under Emery. AVFC US said we gave away six to nine points, at least under the previous manager. Rich again says the biggest thing Emery has changed is mentality. 
Um, and that, that's, that's the big thing. It's the fans as well. Um, Gary says, we can't let off now. We can do this, especially with top six faltering. Um, uh, AVFC US, yeah, Ramsey was on another level at the start of the match. Absolutely. We've, we've, we've covered that. I mean, he was just fantastic. Richo, 63, evening, great result. Top four finish. I'm not sure about that, mate. I'm not sure about that, but he's certainly going for that top five, uh, top, top five or six. Um, Duncan says only Man City can match us for last five form in form now. Um, George in the house, the only person who could tackle Moreno today was himself. Um, with this run in, we've got top performers coming back from injuries to help out. That's yeah, that's another great point. You know, today doing it without Cash, Coutinho, Leon Bailey, admittedly, and um, Kamara. I mean. Mate, our bench had two goalkeepers and two youth team players on it. Yeah, I was Googling, like, who's this? Tra- Travis Patterson? <laughs> like, you know, got Revens on the bench as well. A couple of goalies. Um, I, me- I remember, I think we said in the chat before the game, the only thing we've got to change it today is Duran, who's obviously very raw, and Trail Ray, who is not always, not always going to get set up in every game by a defender. I was actually hoping they'd bring him on. So I thought Botman could have laid him one in for a hat-trick hat- hat- of assists from opposition players in three games in a row. <laughs> Um, and then obviously, I thought mid midfield wise, the only option we've got is is um, is Chambers. That yeah. that was all all I could see that that could come into that midfield. And then you're thinking, crikey, you get an injury, you know, you're struggling, or you're having to do a real big sort of formation change. But I mean, they'd made five subs before we'd even made a substitute. I know, I know. Well, he tried everything, didn't he? he tried everything to kind of to kickstart or bring a bit, of, breathe a bit of life into Newcastle, but we just. We just had them every time, like even had a five minute spell, like I say, before we got the second goal that, you know, you thought maybe there's a little bit of life being breathed into them, but it just didn't happen. We just, we just dominated them. Um, yeah, I was going to say also, when, when they did the, do their subs, I thought to myself, I think we were 2-0 at the time. They'd made the first two of, um, I think it was Almiron and Wilson, wasn't it, the first two? Yeah. And yeah. they brought on, no disrespect, because they've done well this season, you know, but, but Longstaff and obviously Target, who hasn't played much, they bring on Target and Longstaff and I think, well, maybe you haven't got all the options that we thought you had. You no, know, if you no. chase, chase the game. Longstaff's a tidy player. He's doing really, really well this season. Fair play to him. And I, I think was surprised Tar- that he didn't start today. To be fair to him, um, but yeah, it was. But yeah, you're right, mate. You're bang on. Like you know, Target and Longstaff as your second choice. Like you know, obviously Wilson and Almiron were going to come on, but then yeah, if you if you're looking at the likes of Matty Target, you know, you're, you're, you're struggling a little bit. Penny for Matty Target's thoughts as well, because he'll be out there today thinking, other than that Spanish lad that replaced me effectively, um, I'll play with all this lot. Yeah, I know. Like, it's exactly the same players, bar Jack going, you know, and, um, you know, and only really, obviously, uh, Buendia, who's from that money, changing it, it's players that are kicking around the squad then. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I don't know about you, but even even at like kind of 70, 75 minutes, I was still thinking, you know, if they get a goal, yeah. you know, get it for 2-1, I was still a little bit a little bit twitchy, but you needn't have worried, mate. Needn't have worried because, you know, this guy was back again and we break another record. Unai breaks another record. Ollie Watkins scores more than one goal in the game. Yeah. yeah we, we need to keep... Every time we talk about a jinx, we don't do it, so... I'm going I'm to say something now. Um, I don't think I ever remember Villa going the last sort of um, 10 games in a season, win, winning all of them. You ever remember that happening? No, mate, to be fair, I don't think I remember that, no. 
Who was the last Villa striker that scored 25 goals post-Christmas? Do you remember that happening at any point? <laughs> Fingers crossed. What, Come on. By the way, Watkins, I think that before before the Man City game, there was a stat on he scored. He was level with, with Haaland in terms of goals scored after Christmas. Yeah, 11 was 12, 12 goals scored after Christmas. Um, uh, I mean, the form that he's on is unbelievable. I don't think I don't know what else we can say about him at the moment. He's just he's just playing like a a top, like he's a top top class striker at the moment. He's ruthless. Like you said, he wasn't worried about the fact that he'd missed those couple of chances. He was just he knew he was. He's like one of those players who knew he was going to score. I think as well with the fact that Rashford injured. No, uh, he's got one more than Rashford has, and Tony's got four more than him. But you know, Tony's obviously slowed down a lot since Christmas. Watkins has scored one goal, hasn't he, before Christmas or something? He's um, Hopkins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, he, he could be up there. We've got Har- Harlan Kane, obviously, clearly ahead. But, I mean, Watkins has got to be going for 20 goals this season. 20 goals, effectively, in one half of a season. The confidence that that will give him going into next season. But, well, I mean, that, that's a massive target now. He's got two today. He's 14. You know, he's got still got – he's got enough – he's scored a goal a game at the moment. So, he's got enough games. He's got at least six games left. You know, and, and and a bit, you know, a bit more than that. So, um, yeah, I mean, why, why not? Why not? Yeah. And, and the goal itself, McGinn, what absolute Terry! I think it was. I didn't again. I didn't know what was going on. I was the other side of the pitch where I sit on the Trinity side. What's happened? Yeah, oh, well, I think, I think, I think it was a bit weird because we were trying to hold it in the corner a bit. Then Ashley Young got a bit of a clip. He went, he like went as if he was going to go down, but then all of a sudden, like burst into life, and then. Ball falls to McGinn. He spins whoever it is. I don't know if it was Target or one like one of the Newcastle Target, players, maybe yeah. Longstaff, who tries to pull him back, and he literally just carries on. He's like typical McGinn, head down, wheelbarrowing along, and then um, has the the foresight to play it into Buendia, who plays it across. Ramsey misses it, and it, and then it and then it's a first time finish from Watkins. Takes a little clip off. Um, Takes a little clip off for uh, for Trippier, and then yeah, goes in the bottom corner. So yeah, just fantastic, and he just stands there like that, and then just runs mm. off like you know, just just again, knows he's, knows he's going to score, um, and it's just like I say to win three 0 and could have been four or five was just another clean sheet. And again, I'm going to come on to this uh, again just to just to talk about a couple of other players. Um, Nigel saying Tony to Villa next. Rich Edwards says. Will he play for England? Or will he get picked for England? I'm sure Watkins will. But yeah, another another player who was derided by the Newcastle fans before the podcast. Every single podcast we go on, every single opposition supporters podcast we go on, he always gets derided. Mr. Mings, what an absolute colossus! Brilliant and again. him, him and Konza showed Botman and Shah what a, what a proper centre half partnership should be. But Tyrone Mings. I mean, he's just he's just he's just get he's just giving team L's every week because they keep slagging him off because he's a hundred percent man because he wears his heart on his sleeve because if he makes a mistake he'll own his mistakes. But at the moment, I don't think there's a better centre half in the country. I I was literally going to say the same thing. I think he's the best centre half in the country at the moment. I, I can't think. I mean, maybe John Stones will probably have an argument about yeah, that. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, outside of outside of Man City. Um, I, pick pick someone. I mean, you, you could probably have a good argument about it, but 
and and it is the fact as well. I can't ever imagine. I mean, this is and this is the thing as well, which I think is a bit surprising to some, some of the Newcastle fans. Um, I can't imagine going on. I mean, maybe if we were third in the league, but would I be then really ripping another team's set and a half when we were just about to play them? It feels a little bit naive. I like. know. Feels a little bit naive. Um, I know, and I, I didn't want to say anything like before it because you know there is still that maybe maybe he drops a clanger or maybe he slices one or something like that. But yeah, I mean, it was just. Like every ball that came in the box, he was just reading it perfectly, winning headers. The block in the second half from Almiron, just beautiful. And it was in his. The best thing about him is he's loving. He's loving defending at the moment. He's absolutely yeah. loving defending, and you can see it spreading right across the full team. And the, some of the passes he was playing into midfield as well. Yeah, the options that these players have got on the ball now, it's just an absolute joy to watch. Yeah, the dish. I was going to say his distribution is from the whole back line is massively improved. Martinez today was fantastic. I, there's me probably three, four months ago post World Cup when he had his little little spell of we were a bit like, does Martinez want to leave? But the, my my concern was always with Martinez. Is he going to be good enough with the ball at his feet? Is he going to be in a good enough distribution wise for Emery? He was brilliant today, like pinging yeah. half volleyed balls forward, like straight to Watkins, like you know, 60, 70 yards. Dink, dinking passes over the, over you know Isaac and Wilson to to the to the fullbacks, throwing it over people's heads, just everything about it. Cons are the same. So, cons are not throwing it. Make that clear. Um, cons are the same. Ming's the same. I mean, the, the use of the ball so many more times than we ever have known as a Villa fan base playing the ball into the middle. Yeah. Player taking a touch, yeah. in, taking a touch, turning. You're in. You're breaking through the lines. It's just great, great football. But. But the job, obviously, for Mings and Konza is, is to defend. And one of the most feared strike forces in the country, um, one of the most feared strikers, arguably, in the world, in Isak, is one of his hot properties, isn't he? 60 odd million. Yeah. And he had a, a kind of a snapshot in the first half, which was well tipped over by Martinez, but it was pretty central. And I can't really remember much other. Yeah, he had a shot in the second half as well that, uh, that Martinez made a great save. But other than that, and Wilson did nothing really when he came on. But you know, they had a few crosses, they had a couple, few corners, and you're thinking, they've got a big side, they're going to be dangerous, but mm. look, Mings was just phenomenal. And the comments echo it. Uh, Gary, Ming, the, Mings the merciless. Duncan, Mings should be in the England squad now. Michael, Mings is first class. Uh, yeah, apparently John Stones is best in Europe, my ass. Um, Donovan's Donovan's watching from my, uh, from Jamaica. Absolutely. Oh, thank you so much for tuning in. More more views from Jamaica. Brilliant, brilliant. Uh, Richard said Mings and Carlos keeping Carlos on the bench. Who'd have thought? Absolutely. Mark, um, conscious awareness in the second half to delay the Newcastle player with the ball to bring Mings back into play was brilliant. Yeah, they're just working like a partnership. Brilliant. Steve Field says thoroughly deserved win from a Newcastle fan. You rinsed us today. Thank you, mate. Thank you for joining us as well. Yes, uh, Espen says Villa are looking better and better in in, in uh, possession every game. We are developing the core structure is about to get in sync, and because of it, we create more and more positive space to be creative in. That's the thing as well. It's like everyone wants the ball. Everyone, you know, when you're in this kind of form, as I said to you the other day, mate, you just want the next game. You just want the next game. You don't care who you're going to play against. You just want the next game. You know, and it, it, it's just so brilliant. And as fans, you know, we want to be at the next game as well. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff. I just want to also have a have a um a, a shout out as well. You know, you can shout out a couple of players as well. But again, another player who kind of got a little bit of criticism um 
or maybe maybe not maybe a slight lack of respect is Ashley Young, thirty-seven year old. You know, thought he was going to get rinsed by Murphy or or whoever was on the or Gordon, Gordon Anthony Gordon or Almiron, but. Mate, he totally, he totally old man uh, Anthony Gordon, didn't he? He didn't. It got to the point where Gordon didn't even want the ball. Yeah, Ashley Young, because um, one of the quickest players in the Premier League scored a, a, just an exceptional goal against him. Great diagonal ball, Barnes. What a first touch that was! He's in. He's rapid. Great finish. He's literally one touch. Bang! He's in because of one goal scored against him. Apparently now it's catching up with him. He's looking tired. He needs to be out of the team. Now, if Cash was, was fit, you could possibly rotate a little bit because he is 37, 30, nearly 38 after all, 38 in July. But another example today of someone probably 15 years his junior and he had him on toast. Absolutely. There was a moment in the second half I love with Young where it was not far from sort of where I was sat and they looked like, oh, is he going to get the ball? And he like looped it over someone's head just calmly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, well, he just gives us that. That winning mentality, that calmness, that experience, you know, you know for a fine well he's going to go into coaching and he'll be, you know, he'll be a very, very good, good coach because yeah. he's a, just such a clever player. But he knows when to go down. He knows when to take a bit of time. He knows when to hold the ball. You know, he was getting forward a bit more in that second half. You know, um, he had he had a couple of shots, put, couple, can still put a good ball in. Yeah, He just knows himself. He just knows his game. And um yeah, I mean, I don't think you could. I don't think there's anything else you can say about him. Like he's just, he's just, he's a, such an un- underrated player by opposition fans. That you know, I'm just so glad we've we've got him back and he's having that that renaissance at the moment. But yeah, absolutely phenomenal. And for a player that was seen as being, you know, like you're almost like the, the Connor Cody in the England squad for the World Cup. You know, maybe not going to play, but good for the dressing room. Well, he's been way more than being good for the dressing room, hasn't he? He's been an integral part of this season. He's played, must have played 30-odd games now. Yeah, yeah, just... just In all competitions, maybe, like, you know. Yeah, honestly, you just see him on the team sheet now and you're just like, yeah, class player. <laughs> like, there's nothing there's nothing else to say. But, but um, it also gives that level of, of you have so much experience, you know, he's, he's a Serie A winner. You know, he's won the Premier League with Man United. He's won, he's won you know, Cups, European trophies. He's, he, he, he's, he's a player which, which we've not got a lot of those in the squad. So when you add to that, Obviously, you know, Den Dunk has played at a good level for, for Belgium. You've got Carlos, who's obviously won, won the Europa League. I think he's won the Europa League. Uh, you've obviously got Kamara playing for France. Dean has played for some big clubs. You start to add it all up. All of a sudden, you get a bit of experience. Dougie's been in the, in, in the Brazil squad. Marnes has won the World Cup. Add all that together, that experience, that gives the likes of a Ramsey and the, the, the youngsters coming through the confidence to know that I've got these people around me. And wouldn't it be great for a player to have Ashley Young in the team next year or behind you or whatever it is? You know, it's just that level of confidence and calmness that he's got. But but let's also let's not forget one thing: he's still absolute quality. He's still great on the ball. Good player, really good. Yeah, uh, Gary's getting a lot of love for this comment. It was Flash Gordon versus Mings the Merciless today. Only one winner. Love that. <laughs> I love like it. That. Absolutely love it. Yeah. And yeah, Steve said Ashley Young scorpion kick at the block was brilliant. Yeah, I think yeah. he nearly pulled his groin then. To be fair, um, you have to be careful with that. Um, mate, is there, are there any other players? Anyway, say that again. He does it his age anyway. Wants to be yeah, careful. exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, are there any other players that you wanted to give a shout out to? I think we've covered what Ollie, yeah. Jacob, a couple. Uh, yeah, go on, go on. Yeah. You, you go, mate. Wendy, I thought was good today. 
Yeah, I thought yeah, he, was, he, was. he was the kind of player, you know, trying to, even some of the balls he tried, a few groans from the crowd at times, but trying like first time balls, feeding Watkins in. He, he was just, he was buzzing around. He, he was he, he was industrious, but he, he was, you could see the passion coming out of him. But again, there was a lot of quality, linking up play really well. I just thought he was the Buendia that we, that we wanted to see in, in the team. Yeah. And yeah. we've not mentioned him, but um, I thought McGinn was awesome again. Awesome. Yeah, that whole midfield, like you, you're dead right. You know, um, Buendia was. I don't know how we how we managed it, but we managed to get Ramsey and, and Buendia free at so many occasions. So he just he was receiving the ball on the half turn as well, which was great because he could yeah. go forward. And then, you know, he was yeah, you know, like you say, he wasn't he wasn't wasteful with the ball. And when he was trying something, it was to be incisive, which is good because you know when it comes off, it's brilliant. But it's not always going to. But you know, players were like last ditch, last ditch blocks or whatever, to, or last ditch interceptions to try and get the ball. Which is, you know, you want him on the edge of that, that kind of, that that kind of, you know, it's 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 the edge of the the quality pass, which is brilliant. Um, McGinn, yeah, I mean, his captain's performance, isn't he? Captain without necessarily being that that loud, you know, shouting voice. He's just leading by example, and example, he's yeah. playing like that top midfielder now, and you know, not wasting the ball. He's running with the ball. He's using his body. Like it was, like you said before, it was so funny watching him outstrength Dan Byrne. Like, and he just he just seemed to have that kind of grit that he Every wasn't going to let him beat him. Challenge with Dan Byrne, he's like he's sticking his like granite ass into him, and I'm thinking, I, I, I'm thinking McGinn, I'm thinking he's not going to lose this against Dan Byrne. He's like six foot seven, six foot eight, absolute like Hulk. That shows you everything about the man that you think he's going to win this ball. The ball was getting lofted into him, and he's, he's he normally it's like a big a big guy holding off someone maybe not as big as him. He, you know, easy easy pickings. It was the other way around him every time again, and also again. I couldn't believe how far forward he was playing at times. He was at times he was our most offensive player. You know, why wide right? He's a left footer, normally like a left footed centre midfielder, a defensive midfielder often plays wide left for Scotland. He was like literally right wing as far forward as, as you could see. Um, so I thought he was brilliant. And by the way, the the entire team, I mean, Martinez didn't have loads to do, but I thought he's he usable really well. And I thought he claimed crosses really well. Um, Moreno was absolutely sensational. Uh, we must mention him at the start of the pod. Brilliant. Dendonka. I mean, Louise, we haven't mentioned Louise. Louise did, did control the Louise, just control the midfield, unassuming, ticked it over. Now, the kind of kind of performance from Louise that we've not even mentioned, but if that was a Makaleli or a Conte or a Didier Deschamps, people would be waxing lyrical about it now. And yeah, yeah, you know, it was one of them where you know Bruno Guimaraes was is their playmaker, but he got out playmakered by Douglas Louise. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, it was fantastic. It was fantastic. Um, yeah, I'm gonna have to wrap it up soon. So so sorry if I haven't got all your comments in, but yeah. Can you give a man of the match performance today? I know Watkins got it on the TV. Can you look past him or can we, would you say Moreno? Would you say Mings? I think it's going to, I think it's going to have to be Watkins because two yeah. goals, two goals for the first time since I can remember and an assist and an all round great performance. But I mean, if he's getting it for a 10, then I, I feel really sorry for a, a Moreno um, and a, a Mings on a 9.97 basically. Yeah, um, yeah, fan, yeah, absolutely, super. absolutely. Um, do we want to shout out the women's team tomorrow? They're playing the FA Cup semi-final. You're going as well, Kev, I believe. 
say hi if you're there. Come and find me. I'll be with two uh, some smaller versions of myself. Um, but um, but yeah, come and say hello. It's a massive game. The last time, I don't want to tempt fight too much. But I went to a double header of uh, the men's game on the on the Saturday, the women's on the Sunday. It was it was uh, two wins. So the boys have done the first part of the job today. Come on, Villa's women. Semi-final of the FA Cup. Oh, I, I'd love it if, the, if all the men's players were there. It'd be great, wouldn't it, supporting them? You know? Uh, yeah, it'd be brilliant. I'm sure yeah. they will. I'm sure some of them will. But yeah, let's let's hope to get to an FA Cup final and uh, yeah, round off an amazing, amazing weekend. Well, guys, thank you so much for joining us. Um, what a night. I'm going to go off and retire with a few beers watch match of the day and get ready to uh, to walk the streets of Newcastle with my Villa Safan and look forward to my son going to school on Monday. Nice and proud. He ain't going to be saying, uh, he ain't going to be saying, um, can he have the day off school on Monday this time around? He's going to be well. He's going to be getting up early, ready for Monday, getting into school. Kev, uh, Rich, thank you for joining us, mate. Been brilliant, mate. Listen, just before we go, um, the fact we're now looking at like, you know, the, the, the results today, and I'm going, is it better for us for Spurs to drop points? Is it better for us to... I don't, yeah, I don't we haven't even to... covered that. Bournemouth beating Spurs with three points off Spurs. Yeah, and like, you know, and Chelsea playing Brighton. I'm thinking, which is the best result for us here? Is it a Chelsea win to keep Brighton away? But Chelsea are not that far away. I know they are far enough away. You know, because because there's so many things. I'm looking at Man United's game thinking, I'm sporting Forest tomorrow, big time. Because I'm, yeah. I'm thinking in the middle of April, maybe we can catch Manchester United... <laughs> The Champions League. If we can't catch Newcastle, maybe we can catch them. But why not? Why not? Yeah. I mean, our next two games, we've got Brentford, who are massively, like massively in a slump at the moment. They are form wise. And I think it's Fulham, who we should really be beating at home after, you know, if we can do what we did to Newcastle, get revenge in the home fixture. I mean, the, win those two games. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. He's asked them. Yeah, better. Kev, Kev, just calm down. Just calm down. But look, let's just bask in the glory of tonight. Just enjoy and, it, everyone. Yeah, yeah. Enjoy. Let's just enjoy it. Enjoy, enjoy most of the day, day everyone. Yeah. yeah, and yeah. Thanks for joining me, mate. Thank you for everyone in the comments. Hit that like button. Hit that subscribe button. And uh, comment on the show. And I'll leave you with this picture. And as always, remember, we all follow the villa.